Welcome to the Brand Party Podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights, and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started. Carla Zamora is the face behind Freshmetrics. She's on a mission to help us make friends with our data and is passionate about helping creative entrepreneurs grow their business by using data to do more of what works and less of what doesn't. Because who doesn't want this? Carla's all about taking something that feels super overwhelming and not fun at all and make it super easy to understand and use. She makes the complicated simple. Well, thank you so much, Carla, for joining in on the fun on the Brand Party podcast today. Um, I wanted to dive in and ask, how does Brand Party resonate with you? Well, you know, who doesn't like the word party, right? <laughs> That's kind of how I look at it. Um, so I, for me, it's really like a celebration of your brand as a whole, really, right? And you really should celebrate your brand. Your brand is something for you, like, it's amazing. And that's the goal you want to get to because it should be a representation of really who you are or who you want your brand, like the message that you want to come across to people who you want to reach. So it's really, really important to do that. And on the flip side, what would you say to those who feel overwhelmed by their branding and design challenges right now? Well, I can tell you that I've definitely been there myself. That was definitely me back last summer, summer of 2019, because I had no idea. My knowledge of branding was non-existent. I didn't realize how important it was for my business, mostly from the perspective of making my life easier, of making it easier for me to create assets and for people to really understand who I was and my personality and just my vibe. If you're there, it's totally normal. If it's not branding is not your thing, I teach about analytics and analytics may not be your thing. So like, I get it. You know, we do research, we learn about things or we work with professionals when the time comes who already have the knowledge and can really make things a lot easier for you. Like so much easier. It just saves you so much, so much time, effort, energy. <laughs> and I know this is your favorite topic to chat about, but it's not everyone's cup of tea. Like I know I can totally relate of that overwhelm that I felt before working with you as well on my own <laughs> analytics, but what are analytics exactly and where can we find them and why are they essential to measure our performance? That's a great question. And I completely understand. I mean, most entrepreneurs are not really excited to be looking at certain metrics. Certainly a lot of people are excited to look at some metrics like maybe followers, maybe visits, definitely anything that has to do with money, right? Or email subscriptions. Those are the fun ones. And when you think about analytics, it's just, it's really the understanding 
how your business is performing or the things that you're doing, the actions you're taking in your business is doing. That's kind of what analytics is. And what it does is that choose metrics or numbers that you're going to look at that represent how things are doing. That's how I want you to think about it. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. And then you kind of start thinking about what are the things, okay, I need to understand how many, how much of this is happening or how little of this is happening. And there's a lot of platforms out there that are integral to a holistic brand from having that well-oiled website to your social media or your, even your email newsletter. But why should we even use Google analytics versus what we might see as a default on our website provider, like Wix, Shopify, Squarespace, WordPress out there, the list goes on, but how can we ensure that they're all working together to optimize maximum results? That's a good question because I do definitely recognize that it can be much easier to use a lot of your website platforms to look at metrics. Like you said, Christine, whether that's Squarespace, Shopify, and they do have their place and Not to say that you can't look at it, but there is data missing. What I like to tell my clients in general, anybody really, is if you're just starting out, if you're like a brand new entrepreneur who is putting on like 10,000 hats because we all have those at the beginning, start with just getting to understand the metrics on the platforms, right? So whatever you're using. But know that they're not conclusive and they're not going to give you everything. And I'm going to give you some examples of what I mean by that. But it's important to at least get into the habit of looking at things. Like if anything I want everybody to have is this sort of habit, create a habit of looking at numbers, that they're, they're important. They're almost part of your operations in your business. This is kind of like with financial things. It's terrifying to go into your bank account, but that's the only way you're going to know how you're doing in your financial planning, right? So it's the same way with analytics, with your metrics for your business. It's the only way you're going to know how you're doing in your business. So if you're just starting out, hang out in the platforms, look at the metrics there, get comfortable, go back to it, get excited, but really like, oh my God, I got X number of visits. Oh my God, I got X number of signups. Now, if you then start obviously integrating all the great social media, if you start spending money on any kind of paid advertising, you cannot rely on the metrics that you're going to get from the individual platforms only. They give you one view, but you also need to integrate and have a holistic view of all of the action that's happening on your website from the different sources that you're driving traffic to. And that's where Google Analytics is a very strong tool. It's not the only tool, but the reason why I love it and why I promote it is because, well, one, it's free. Two, it incorporates with every single platform out there. You can connect it to everybody. So if you have a Kajabi, if you have MailChimp, if you have Constant Contact, what's the other one? If you have whatever email provider, all of your platforms, your Wix, your Shopify, everybody talks to Google Analytics, right? It is the big player. So that's why it's really, really, if you have any Google products, they all talk to each other. So why are you going to go and spend money on a tool that is, you know, not that popular perhaps when you can get something that's really, really strong for free? There's just no point. 
you don't have to use it like you are an analyst. You don't have to use it like I would use it. That's a lot of expectation placed on your shoulders. But you can use it in ways that are just unique to what your needs are. That's the great thing about it. It gives you an overview of really how your website and how all of the plots, all of the marketing tactics that you're using and is driving traffic to your website, how they're performing. So that if you're going to be determining how you're going to spend your time, you'll know which ones you need to focus a little bit more, which ones, you know, maybe things are working fantastic and you can kind of like replicate or continue. So that you will not get from your individual like website platforms. Mm-hmm. It's just you don't have that holistic view and additional information. So it's really, really valuable as you start growing. It's the way for you to know. Actually, you need to have Google Analytics to grow because you will be leaving money on the table if you don't use Google Analytics. That's mm-hmm. a fact. It's a fact. Because yes, you may be getting money in, but you could be actually getting more money in. It's not that you won't be getting money. It's that you could be actually be exponentially getting more money in. So stare at your numbers in the face. (laughs) They don't lie. They're your friends. They're not here. The great thing about your numbers is that they have no emotion. They're here to help you. They are definitely your biggest supporters. And even if it's a number that you're like, oh my God, this is too low. No that this is only a current state and you have all of the power in the world to make it go up or to, you know, do whatever you want with it. If it's even a number you want to look at, if you will. Right. I know personally for me too, that overwhelm that we talked about at the beginning, it can kind of stem from different areas, but I feel like something that a lot of people can relate to is that there's a ton of different metric types out there. So can you break down what the three most impactful ones are and which ones we should be looking at for a specific business or areas that we're looking to maybe solve? I know like asking the right questions is a big thing as well. Yes. And I'm going to kind of give a very, I'm not going to say general, but I want to give you certain metrics that will work across any kind of tactic that you're going to be using because you can't just say, okay, what are the three metrics I should be looking at? And that's it. I don't want to set you up for failure on that, if you will. But I want to give you sort of ideas of how to go about thinking about what you should be looking at and give you almost like categories, if you will. But they'll be straightforward. And this is a real, this is a starting point. This is not an ending point. If you're going to start anywhere, start here. And then as you get comfortable you build from this and you'll see it will come naturally. The questions you're going to have questions pop up as you're looking at these metrics. So this is whether you are looking at your email marketing metrics, whether you're looking at your social media metrics, whether you're looking at your website metrics, I'm just going to like keep those three. You need to look at traffic or visits, right? So that's one area. That's a category for email marketing is how many subscriptions or even how many opens, that kind of thing. For your website, it's very straightforward. What's the number of visits to your site? That's traffic volume, right? You need to understand are you getting enough people in. You need to have enough traffic for them to do what you need them to do. If it's for your social media, 
It could be, are you getting enough impressions? Are people seeing your content, right? So think about it, that's one category. The next category is, in the behavior category is, are they doing the thing that you want them to do? One really depends on what you want them to do for your business. This is not a final purchase action. This is, are they staying? Are they sharing your content? Let's say it's for Instagram. Are they clicking shares or are they clicking save? If it's for email marketing, is there an action? Are they opening? That's a good one, right? It's a behavior. The third kind of bucket that I want you that is really, really important is the conversion bucket. That's the final action that actually brings you the money, whatever you've identified as that. And it could be different depending on what you're evaluating. It could be things like they signed up for your newsletter. That's a conversion. It's value to you. You now have an email address you can build a relationship with. If it's in your email marketing, maybe they came to your website and did the thing that you asked them to do, whatever that is. And if it's for your website, if you're service-based, maybe it's the booking of a consultation. Or if you are an online store, maybe it is you know the purchase. Those three buckets will give you like a very general overview of what's going on with your different sort of tactics and your different marketing channels. And then you start digging in deep into each one. And obviously there's, you know, more things we can do, but at least that gives you an overview where you can go in and tweak things. Or the nice thing about Google Analytics is that you can customize it each time as well, whether you just want to look at like a certain launch bracket of time for pre-launch, during launch, or even certain metrics only. And that way you're not being overwhelmed by all the options at the same time and having that foundational information come in time and time again, whether it's more evergreen things that you're working on in a product or a service-based business. But let's say I'm someone who's not into numbers and quite frankly, they either bore you or you have no desire whatsoever or motivation to look at it. How could they go about using data to help them in their own business? I think that's very common. I mean, most people are not excited by looking at numbers. And <laughs> going up on that one. <laughs> I think what will happen, and I've heard this from others, if you're not doing anything for your business, your numbers are going to be boring no matter what. You'll never be excited. But if you are out there really promoting, really growing, trying different things, numbers are going to be the validation of all of your hard work, right? It's going to be the thing that shows you in like tangible results of what you put out, the effort that you put out. It's important to understand that it may not be that you got all this money per se, like you can't put that kind of pressure on it. It could be that you increase your traffic by 10% and that is valuable. Or it could be that you increase your, your email newsletters by a thousand new people. Like how exciting is that? Your excitement is going to come when you start seeing the results of the efforts that you put in. And if you're not seeing those results, let's say you're putting a lot of effort, then that is knowledge too. That's when you start thinking, okay, I put in all this effort. I'm not getting the results that I had hoped. What is it that I can do to tweak things? 
So you're not reproducing the same thing and expecting a better result, right? You're like, okay, the results didn't come in. Let me tweak my copy. Let me tweak my imaging. Let me tweak my traffic uh, or my promotional, whatever it is. It becomes a game. It becomes this like, let's see what I get. It takes time. You have to be doing things in your business. If you're doing nothing, there will be nothing, period, in all areas. <laughs> yeah, that includes the money for sure. And exactly. So that's Love a great it. motivator for sure. But uh, just on the one last note, I know you mentioned a lot about this tweaking and testing, and that's such an inevitable part as you grow. So would you recommend that you should tweak one specific thing and then test it out for say a period of time versus testing all these different things at once. Yes. So anytime you're looking at sort of, we call this like AB testing and there's many different kinds of testing to make it easier for yourself. You want to choose the one thing, right? Because you can say, okay, so you have your initial launch and it performs a certain way. You look at your numbers and say, okay, I did X, Y, Z, my performance was ABC. I want to see if I can improve from there because we all want to improve. Okay, I'm going to change this one thing right now. For my next launch, I'm going to change this one thing. And that's where it's really important to see which metrics underperformed. Okay, because let's say you got a lot of traffic for this launch. That means your copy was probably interesting, right? Because there was interest. But let's say your sign up was low. So what was the cost of that? It, like, what was the cause of it? The signups not being as high as you hoped. That's when you start thinking, you ask yourself these questions. Maybe you ask people, right? This is always a great time and opportunity to reach out to your audience and be like, hey, just wanted to get an idea of what is it about it that you didn't sign up, whatever it is. So look at specifics. And then like, if that was the reason, then you tweak that one thing. You keep everything else the same. You run it again. Does that improve or does it stay the same? It makes it easier to change one thing at a time because you can identify it right away than to change multiple things because it could, who knows what it was. You launched it once and then you are completely changing everything of the program then it's a new launch. If it's a completely new thing, obviously, then it, it makes sense for you to be like, we're starting from zero again. And that's fine. We had learnings. You can obviously always use the learnings from your first and then apply it. But if it's a brand new offering, then don't worry. Change everything if you want. Go for it. Well, we're going to dive into some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> what are you currently celebrating? Well, definitely being here with you, Christine. Well, it's definitely Ron. Thank you. <laughs> I am, yeah, definitely. I am celebrating some things that are coming up for Fresh Metrics, and I'm excited to kind of share that. What's the number one thing that you want people to have fun with from this episode? I just hope that you approach numbers hopefully soon with sense of excitement or at least a little bit of excitement and that the overwhelm like that I hope that when I speak about it you don't get more overwhelmed by it because it doesn't have to be you really can start at the beginning and there's time for everything 
and you do not and you should not know everything. You don't need to. You need to know what you need to know for your business. So that's the really the biggest one. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to join in on the fun on the Brand Party Podcast, Carla. Where can people find out more about you? You can always find me on Instagram at freshmetrics.co. And I'm also online, obviously, at freshmetrics.co. So yes, I am your data coach, if you will. Happy to answer any questions around analytics. Google Analytics is my love. Weird as that may sound, but it's true. Always happy to connect. So reach out. Always on the go? Make sure to subscribe to the Brand Party Podcast so you never miss out on all of the fun.